Mark Riggle of Milford Asset Management is with me now. Hi, Mark. Good evening, Heather. Right, so recently we saw that poor profit report from Walmart and the the shares plunged nearly 20% in just a couple of days. Is this a Walmart-specific issue or is this saying something is wrong with the state of the U.S. consumer? Um, Walmart is the world's largest retailer. So so it it does have a good window into what's going on, particularly in the U.S., where U.S. consumers, you know, they are a group of people that buy a heck of a lot of stuff. So if if they're getting sick and, and not spending, the rest of the world needs to pay attention because we could catch a cold. But the good news from, from the Walmart result was actually it showed that consumers are still spending. Um, they're not buying less stuff. In fact, Walmart are attracting more customers because U.S. consumers are trading down and they're seeking a bit of value from, from Walmart's you know, lower-priced goods. The reason investors were particularly disappointed and sent the stock down is that Walmart shown an inability in the last quarter to manage their costs. So profit margins took a hit because wages have gone up, fuel costs have gone up, and costs of goods all went up. So profit margins fell. Okay, so despite the high inflation, the rising cost of energy, can we actually be confident that the U.S. consumer is holding up? What can we learn from Walmart and other company results recently? Well, there has been a, a few um, companies that have reported, including Walmart. And, you know, broadly speaking, I think we can conclude that thus far, U.S. spending has been quite resilient. Right? So that's evident from the company reports and broader economic stats that, that do get released. But there are some patterns emerging which kind of tell you a little bit about how that spending is changing. So people are spending on different, on different stuff, right? So they're buying less furniture. They're buying less homewares and they're spending more on airline tickets and hotels. And that's mirrored, too, in sales of things like luggage, resort wear as people travel again. The second theme is that high grocery and petrol costs are seeing consumers forego larger ticket items. So their spending is the same, but they're obviously spending more on groceries. So they're having to reduce spending on things like electronics or kitchen appliances. Mm. And I think with inflation staying high, that trend's likely to continue. And, and the final interesting bit is that although spending is holding up, we've got to figure out where it's coming from. How's it been funded? And it's increasingly been funded by savings and credit card debt. So the U.S. savings rate hit a 14-year low last month. That's concerning because although spending levels are high right now, if it's being funded by debt and savings, that's unsustainable going forward. Okay. Are you, what about the New Zealand consumer? Are you seeing any parallels that we can draw here? Well, uh, you know, I, I think there are. You know, we don't get as much data in New Zealand as we, as we do in the U.S., but I think you can draw some parallels, right? You know, New Zealand's consumers facing the same headwinds that the U.S. wants to. In fact, you could say that the New Zealand consumers facing even stronger headwinds. Inflation is just as high here as it is in the U.S., but we've also got rising mortgage rates. And U.S. consumers don't have those. And, and our housing market's now falling, which is not true in the U.S., so sentiment's been knocked here. So we're far more concerned about the New Zealand consumer, but you know we don't have a huge amount of up-to-date evidence. We, we did see Q1 retail sales released a week or so ago, um, and that was impacted by Omicron, but standout sales of electrical goods suggest New Zealand consumers are still happy to spend on those discretionary items. But the concern is that over time, these headwinds, they're going to continue to accumulate, and there's a concern that fatigue will set in. That's a process that's going to take time to play out. And after the spending party of the last two years, we're watching for signs that the hangover is going to set in. Mark, it's good to talk to you. Thank you. Mark Riggle of Milford Asset Management.